0: This is We Think Sometimes.
1: You're Uh, welcome, world. This
2: is We Think Sometimes. I'm Haram. And I'm Sakita.
1: Today, we bring to our humble virtual abode two exceedingly talented individuals with whom we will converse with much depth and culture about photography. Please welcome Shakira and
0: Dave.
1: (laughs) Should we start by? Do you like to? um, Yeah.
3: Introduce yourself briefly. Um. Hi, I'm Shakira. Hello. I'm a 19-year-old freelance photographer. Um, I've been doing photography seriously for like a year Mm. but I started it like three years ago Mm. and I kind of developed a love for it through like Mm. my friends because like Mm. our friends are like very artsy and -hmm. we're always like (laughs) going out to take photos for fun Mm. so it started there Mm. and yeah I've been doing it for like three years now and I really Mm. enjoy it yeah
2: Yeah. the rest is future Um, (laughs) (laughs)
0: It, Go on, Dave.
2: It it's your turn now.
0: <laughs> you want to wanna hear about my life story as a photographer? Yeah, well, of course. it started so when my good friend Sahina oh, posted no, no, on her no. story um, that I am looking for team members for a 48-hour film competition.
2: I didn't and realize it was of, that. Huh.
0: Yes. Out of curiosity, I was like, you know what? I'm like doing nothing. Why not? Why not? That seems like fun. And... <laughs> Throughout the entire process, I was not even involved in the camera department. I was the ideas guy, the script he writer. He was, guys. he was, he really was. That's what I was good at, you know, being creative. So I thought, <laughs> hey, maybe I can, like, try something here. Be like uh, Christopher Nolan, work. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, name Fieldsburg
2: name director.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then throughout the 48 hours of creating the short film Ties, which you can see in the link below. Oh. Like, it's be, okay find it, it yourself there might be no link
2: <laughs> now that i look back at her video i'm just like wow embarrassing times
0: <laughs> yeah. well anyways when um when i was in the process of producing that short film i really fell in love with cinematography uh, operating camera specifically when one of my good friend Wana was Mm -hmm. wheeling me through my legs in the skateboard (laughs) to get some low shots of tracking shots of someone Mm -hmm. walking. Mm -hmm. And it looked kind of stupid. but it was epic. Yeah, I was so focused in the zone and I was really enjoying that. Mm -hmm. And after we finished filming and the film was put together and I saw, oh, that was a really cool shot I take. It was was quite a thrill. Mm -hmm. And that's how I fell in love with ideas of camera and production in general mm. when it comes to cameras and then uh, high school finish, and I didn't really feel like pursuing engineering anymore mm. and you know I, I didn't really have yeah. anything going on for me but then I remember that experience I had so when I took my gap year I started working and with my salary I saved up. I didn't really save up. I got a credit card and I bought a camera and I went into debt for like a while and I managed to pay it As off. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: what creative people who are broke do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everyone's like, I feel you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that budget is a prerequisite of all creatives.
0: Yeah, go sponsor us, please. Please well, give us any anyway, donations. Um, when I. When I got my first camera, the Sony A7 III, uh, named Sony Start. Okay, <laughs> you guys didn't get that joke. Anyways, um, when I got that camera, I just started going on shoots, <laughs> and I had a lot of fun, you know. And then it was only like six months into my photography where I made a Instagram account. And when wow, you're telling us
2: on, your whole life story? <laughs>
0: Yeah. You said how did you get into so I'm not telling the story. (laughs) The
2: difference between Shakira is like paragraphs worse than your entire book. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's like Netflix and feature story versus (laughs) No, I agree. (laughs) Give us a chance to ask you questions.
1: Exactly. You're really putting the role of the interviewer to shame here.
2: No, but yeah. I think it's cool though, you kind of took the technical parts of your engineering aspirations into photography, which I can, I think comparatively, it's just, it's like, wow, I can see why you got into photography for the reasons you did.
0: Yeah, my background of science, you know, science Mm -hmm. is very technical. I feel like it helped me with photography a lot. Yeah. Because if you think about it, like compared to all the arts, Mm -hmm. filming and photography is the most technical yeah, there I agree. Is. yeah. <laughs> and you know i'm kind of a nerd so you can imagine how many hours i spent on mm. youtube watching like oh what format should you use oh mm. how to edit this export that <laughs> yeah
2: what about you Shaq like what do you think has influenced your style and your photography the most mm. you come from really? a more artistic background like what really grabbed you to photography
3: mm. Um, I think social media like plays mm-hmm. a big part. Mm-hmm. Um, like Instagram. Yeah. Like that is where I get like my main yeah. source mm-hmm. of inspiration.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And like I'm always following like new creatives. It doesn't matter if you're a photographer or not. Like mm-hmm. I love following like young creatives that are, mm-hmm. are around my age because I feel like a lot of us are going through the same thing. You know, that adolescent stage is right. like mm-hmm we all want to express ourselves in a creative way and so yeah it's like I think my main source of inspiration is just like creatives on Instagram like Mm -hmm. my favorite photographer is Petra Collins and she Mm -mm. yeah she does a lot of work that is like about taboo subjects like she'll Mm -hmm. talk about like periods body hair like Mm -hmm. she'll talk about diversity like different body shapes and I find that really inspiring, yeah. especially mm-hmm. in like, society, yeah. you know, when everything is very toxic.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, I remember once you told me about your photography, as uh, you not wanting your photography to be in, in a box, like you wanted to try everything. Could you tell us yeah. more about that and how you experiment with different ideas and things?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I'm the type of person that, loves change and Mm -hmm. I don't like always doing the same thing Mm. and like being repetitive with my work Mm. so like recently I've been trying to produce work that has like a strong meaning or Mm -hmm. like talks Mm -hmm. about a certain issue Mm -hmm. like i did a series called effeminate boys of hong Mm -hmm. kong Mm -hmm. and with that series i talked about like toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. and how like um in society a lot of Mm -hmm. men feel like they're forced to not be vulnerable or like Mm -hmm. a certain way and so yeah i'm always trying to like do different things like talk about different issues
1: yeah. yeah, I love that. I think it's an interesting point about photography where it's largely divided into two camps where one is more aesthetic oriented and another is message oriented. And um, just according to your own um, filming, filming philosophy, which, mm-hmm. do you, which do you prioritize more, aestheticism or the message?
0: Well, I feel like this is a really good question mm-hmm, because I feel like as an artist, you go through multiple uh, stages in your career. First, mm-hmm. you kind of just learn the basics, uh, how to create the art itself. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like honing down your technique, and then once you get comfortable to that, you can like start to think about creating art with meaning. So it's not really which is which that you mm-hmm. go for. It's more like at what point in your Uh, career you are. Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, the more more used to creating art you are, the more you're able to create meaningful art because you just have a better way of articulating those ideas than as opposed to a beginner who's, Mm -hmm. they might have those ideas, but they don't know how to present them.
3: Mm -hmm. That's true. That was really well said. I feel like before like when i first started it was definitely more like focus on aesthetics and like ooh, making things look yeah. pretty or like visually pleasing because mm-hmm. like you know when you're first starting you're really just experimenting with mm-hmm. a lot of techniques and you're just trying to see what looks good and like what you like mm-hmm. visually mm-hmm. and then i feel like i've only started like including like
2: mm-hmm.
3: important messages like this year or last mm-hmm. year because most of my work i like focusing on fashion because mm-hmm. that's kind of what i want to get into like fashion photography mm-hmm. but like i realized that since i have a platform it's like really important to use that and like mm-hmm. spread awareness on things that should be talked about more on the yeah. media mm-hmm. so yeah i think nowadays i'm more focusing on like the message behind mm-hmm. my Work, but I like mixing both together. You know, trying to make it look pretty and have a good meaning.
2: Yeah, of course. I mean, that's how it looks is how you drive, how you draw people in.
3: Yeah, yeah, medium is the message. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm. And because we're such visual people, of course, that's aestheticism is one of the drawing factors. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Dave, you were gonna say something.
0: Oh no! I was just listening. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. So the other question we had was about um, if, if you've personally experienced any setbacks or criticisms that you can recall uh, throughout the times that you've you know been very invested in photography.
3: I think I'm like like when I was in high school, mm-hmm. like I chose to do art. We did art, mm-hmm. so I made a decision to. Do photography while everyone mm-hmm. else was doing like visual arts and like painting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember that was very risky. Yeah. So well, that mm-hmm. like, I was like, no, that's, this is what I wanted to do. So I was mm-hmm. like, why not? And like, at first, I was really excited, but like, I realized that it's not just like, oh, taking a photo, making mm-hmm. it look pretty. Like, our art teacher was very, she was very critical. She was like, at yeah. first, mm-hmm. I I thought oh my god, she's a mean person, but she's just trying to, like, push Mm -hmm. us and Mm -hmm. make us, like, she sees our potential, so she's trying to, like, Mm -hmm. get us to achieve perfection, you know, Mm -hmm. and at first, I was really bad at taking criticism, Mm -hmm. like, I took it very personally, like, oh my god, she doesn't like Mm -hmm. my art, it's because she doesn't like me, Mm -hmm. but I realized that it's not that, it's just Mm -hmm. It's just she's just trying to push me to create better art. And yeah. I feel like I still struggle with taking criticism now. Like recently. I've like <laughs>
0: recently
3: <laughs> and they rejected it and I wasn't very happy about it. It took me a while to like even want to post it on my account, but I was like, really? Really cool, though.
2: I can't even begin to say how amazing those pictures were. Oh my
3: god, yeah, they
2: were beautiful. They're lost,
0: it was, honestly. Like, <gasps> it was like lightning, yeah. it was like the whole execution, one, one episode, you know? exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. The whole uh, like cyberpunk aesthetic mm-hmm. is amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how you got that to yeah. like, look it like that. Keep doing what you're
2: doing, and send it to other publications. Exactly. Everything from fashion to lighting to the editing, editing too. I saw little lightning in that picture. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah,
3: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's extra. She likes yeah. Extra. I love her. Yeah. Thank you yeah so i was just like you know what it's not it shouldn't stop me and it shouldn't mm. like demotivate me mm. from like posting what i want and like making the art that i want so i was just like you know what i'm gonna post it i don't care about the criticism i got i don't care if it got rejected by a publication like mm. just do it
0: yeah.
2: yeah more importantly how important do you think social media is in this day and age to make art and that to be seen and validated by people
3: but are you asking me or do you, yeah. Do you everyone? You? You a question for enough, the yeah. Wait, Pick wait. it again, up when you I want, think. yeah.
0: What was the question again? Repeat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How important do you think social media is for artists, young artists, aspiring wow, artists?
0: Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, back then a portfolio was a folder which mm. had your photos printed into it, and when you interviewed, let's say to a fashion magazine, you'd be like hello, please look at my portfolio, give me money, you know? But then nowadays, uh, you can think of your Instagram page Mm. as your informal portfolio. It's not necessarily a portfolio, but Mm. your work is up there. It's Mm. anyone can do it. And Mm. usually uh, opportunities come left and right in social media because, you know, uh, information spreads very easily. Mm. So when your work is up there and there's potential people like looking at it, thinking that they want to work with you mm-hmm. then it is in a way your portfolio because usually you can put a uh, hyperlinks there to your yeah. website they can contact you and they can like slide in your DMs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
1: so
0: I think yeah it is very important in playing to the success as a photographer because mm-hmm. you know it's where you get your mm. opportunities from right yeah it's I easier to... That yeah. was a cat, right? That, that was definitely... <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That
3: was like... When this
0: go by? Yeah,
1: say a little hello know, a little Um. Uh, we wanted to ask if you were threatened by the mm-hmm. amount of content that already exists mm-hmm. and the amount of... Uh, and just the availability of photography to everyone now like you yeah. can very easily um, um everyone can very easily take a photo with their iphone right. and post it on yeah, the social media. Exactly. And although you can't say that it's of the same caliber as mm. one of your creations but um yeah how do you respond to that
0: yeah i mean most of the time when i'm scrolling through social media it's like quite apparent that certain genres are quite saturated. If you look at uh, Brandon Waffle, you know, he has um,
2: 3
0: million Mm -hmm. followers. And Mm -hmm. you can see that his success uh, left a trail of people wanting to follow in his footsteps. And then it definitely kind of made photography kind of more prominent in like mainstream media. But then again, it also really like saturated into this kind of like, Mm-hmm. Uh, stereotype where, oh, photographers take these kinds of shots, and like a mm-hmm. oh, good photos have to look like this, or else they're not good photos. You know? mm-hmm. And one way you can separate from that is, you know, you can like either follow it with your own twist to it, mm-hmm. or you you just do you, like you create your own yeah. art. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that's how uh, an artist should be. Like you can take inspirations from different places. And then you kind of steal a little bit from here, steal a little <laughs> bit from there, and then Inspir- kind of like inspiration. come back, make a Lego build, mm. and then you know you might end up something which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you Frankenstein your work, Frankenstein the exactly. parts.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, we talked about saturation of the media, and uh, I wanted to ask you if. What you're doing? What do you think is your niche that is making you competitive in this industry? I or what do you want to develop as a niche? Yeah, what do you
2: guys want to be known for with your photography? I guess
1: that would be interesting. Like,
2: if a stranger was to just go through your Instagram, what would what would you want them to take away from your
3: photography,
2: your niche? That's such a
1: (laughs) hard.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean this doesn't have to okay. be currently it can be yeah. like a future dream
1: exactly and you don't have to stick it, it to your words nobody's mm-hmm. going to listen to this podcast no <laughs> it's just a the four they're us they're not going to hold <laughs> you to it,
3: no, Say it. No, like, <laughs> the same it's conclusive We're manifest, manifest. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope that people can look at my work and feel like they're being included I just I'm trying to talk about as much topics as possible yeah. in my work and I want people to be able to be like, oh, I can relate to that or like, oh, that's what I'm going through right now yeah. and feel like they're not alone and that it's okay to talk about it and it's okay to be vulnerable about it.
1: Yeah. Oh, what about you, Dave? Yes, oh. Tell us about you. Oh. Yes.
0: I'm so I'm thinking and you know, these interview questions were not easy. <laughs> well, I guess for me like my own kind of niche, I had this idea that uh perhaps I would start a studio called Suits and Shoots Ooh. trademark. Oh,
1: so
3: classy. you're such a like, you're a,
1: like a real a... Barney. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's like a front for a like a British intelligence agency.
0: Exactly. Like I want to make something very classy, you know. Uh-huh. Uh I was thinking Okay, so right now, there's uh, two main aspects of my life. I'm a photographer, and also I'm working as an insurance agent. And what do I do as an insurance agent? Do I sell insurance? Yeah, but I wear suits all the time. So, we're in suits. Right. Up. <laughs> suits. A, little, a, light. Light. a little
1: bit iffy, but we're not going <laughs> to pick on that. We're, we're, gotcha journalism is not our style.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like it is kind of like fashion,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. So, what w- what's like um, that type of product you wish to produce in this suits and shoots entrepreneurship?
0: Well, it's <laughs> more like if you think about Apple, like
3: mm-hmm.
0: it's like it's a good phone, but if you look beyond that, you'd find that there's like in paper, there's are there. are way better font than apple right mm-hmm. but nice. then it's the branding mm-hmm. and how it's being sold to you that makes mm. you think oh wow this is a high-end product that's very elite mm. and i want to create that same kind of uh, feeling that oh when you pay for this product for such a high premium you're getting mm. quality you're getting the best of the best you know mm. that's the that's the goal for me
1: yeah. Craftsmanship. craftsmanship like yeah,
0: right? yeah, like a masterpiece like Michelangelo you look at his uh, painting of like the God and
1: yeah.
0: Adam creation. going like that mm-hmm. you know you're like that is a masterpiece mm-hmm. now, yeah, I, was I want thinking... someone to look at my photo and be like yeah. that is a masterpiece oh, that man. guy didn't take that with an iPhone he took that no, with no, a no. $15,000 camera you know yeah
2: <laughs> which he got in debt for exactly <laughs> <laughs> the background is much much needed yeah <laughs> Um, how do you think we can turn our hobbies into a job to, I guess, because we all started out with photography as like this, um, part-time job, part-time hobby sort of situation, but now because you're both kind of aspiring to be photographers in a sense, how do you think we can take it to the next level or what are the steps that you're currently taking to make it? to the next level to actually, you know, step
0: into that industry. Well, there's actually. definitely a lot to think about because uh, you're not just doing part-time freelancing. You're yeah. You can think of yourself as a business mm-hmm. and the company is you, the product is you, you mm-hmm. know? And there are many things that has to go into creating a business. You have mm-hmm. to do finances, marketing, mm-hmm. you know, like, even calculating calculating your rates uh, is already like a whole mess on its own yeah. right like how do i charge this person for the amount of work that i'm gonna do that is fair and also like profitable Before for you mm-hmm. without like feeling like i'm scamming them right mm. like you really have to do your own research like what way you can do that is like you can look at what other photographers mm. in your area are doing like oh how much are they charging or oh, mm-hmm. how much would other people be willing to pay for this kind of shoot
3: mm-hmm. and
0: you also have to look at what you can deliver you know
3: mm-hmm. if
0: you're delivering something that you promised and then it was below that then you definitely shouldn't be charging people that amount of money you definitely have to like lower it down yeah
2: <laughs> yeah a lot of factors mm-hmm.
3: I feel like you have to start, um, like, working free first. Like, I Mm -hmm. feel like you have to be willing to sacrifice your time to learning and gaining experience first. And I'd say, like, don't say no to any opportunities. Mm -hmm. Like, take all the opportunities you can, even if, like, at the beginning you're not going to gain any money benefit from it like it's about the experience in the beginning and then getting yourself out there because like you can like volunteer to like shoot a fashion show and you never know who you'll meet there and then they end up being like oh my god can I hire you to do this like I feel like it's about like experience and working free first and then like you'll meet people along the way that will help you like climb up the ladder.
1: Yeah, so much of it is connection and mm. knowing the right people and being exposed to the right like, group of audience. And in a way, not having that um, concrete road of success where like after uni, you get an internship and you then you get a full-time job. with not having that kind of concrete structure is very free. Yeah, yeah
2: definitely your foundation
0: is going to be your yeah. network, you know. Mm, when exactly. you're... Advertising yourself out there as a photographer, mm-hmm. you're not really there in the field as an artist. You're there as a business person mm-hmm. because you know creating mon- creating art takes money, and you know you need clients and pay to like keep yeah. uh, financing mm-hmm. those like creative endeavors, right? Mm-hmm. So definitely, like creating a solid network of people at the beginning is going to help your business to grow in the long run because. Mm-hmm. You know if you don't have anyone to shoot or you can have shoots
1: we also wanted to ask you about the collaborative aspect of photography because obviously if you're not like someone who's shooting still life you do need models and you do need other people's help to create a project and i just wanted to ask you how your experiences
3: were in that aspect i feel like i was pretty lucky with that aspect like um I started my instagram page very early on when i was just posting like my own things Mm -hmm. and then it kind of all happened very quickly like mutual friends will have seen my post and then just like message me like oh can we shoot and then you know through there like they post it and then their friends see it so it's like it's like it just happens so quickly sometimes Mm -hmm. um but i think even if that doesn't happen, like you shouldn't be afraid to like reach out to people, like mm-hmm. just message people, like I don't, I don't think many people will like reject a photo shoot yeah, for free, true. That, that's true. experience mm-hmm. and like collaborate with stylists, collaborate with makeup artists, because mm-hmm. they have connections too, and that's maybe true. in the future mm-hmm. they'll like contact you again and be like, oh do you want to work with me on this project? Mm-hmm. No, I just say like don't be shy like talk to people like I'm sure people won't reject you and they're always willing to like do something creative
1: yeah mm. having finding the like-minded people to kind of bounce your ideas off of is so important especially if you're creative mm. and if you're doing it on your own so it's easy to burn out and let it just fizzle and not do anything about it but if you have something someone with you you, it, it, there's more responsibility almost because you don't want to ask someone out on a photo shoot and not have results to show for it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. However, like on the other side
2: of that mm-hmm. story, um, what are you guys' thoughts on street photography and the consent that revolves around that? Because I know both of you guys have kind of dabbled on street photography. Oh, street
0: State photography. photography. Yeah. I heard straight photography. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like beginning oh, of all photo shoots, like <laughs> delineate to your sexual orientation, though <laughs> I guess there was more conservative innuendo implicated in suits and shoots
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <through> <laughs> <That
2: was
1: half. laughs> Oh, God, I
2: hate
0: everything. Can you you repeat your question?
2: (laughs) Right. So the question was, because you've both kind of dealt with some sort of street photography, have you ever had an experience um, where someone's like screamed at you because of consent, consensual um, experience or consent because they didn't want to be included in the photo or something along the lines of that? How do you deal with those situations of consent?
0: Well, uh, there is, like, some laws regarding uh, street photography. Um, of course, when you're in public, you can't mm. expect a certain amount of privacy. Like, oh, it depends cool. on uh, where you are. Yeah. Of course. Sure. According to a YouTube video I watched, if you're in public, then you can't really expect a certain amount of privacy. Then it's just fair game for anyone to just take photos with you. Mm-hmm. But if it's, like, somewhere... Where it's like kinda like it makes sense to have some sort of privacy like a a toilet, right? Then of course you can't Mm -hmm. take photos there or like Mm -hmm. a school perhaps, like you know, like private grounds. But Mm -hmm. when you're in public then it's not really legal, but then again you do have to be careful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Taking photos of other people without their consent. Mm
1: -hmm. Especially
0: if it's not like creepy. Like you just like fun It's very
3: good, right?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's very good. It makes people to me. But have you guys ever been shouted at? Because I know it's quite common when you're just like has any like old grandma just been like, Hey, what the hell did you just do? That happened.
3: Yeah.
0: Happened yeah honest. i think i was at like a
3: wet market or something yeah. like that uh-huh. and then i was like taking photos on my film camera mm-hmm. and then i was just taking a photo of this lady and she was like organizing her like fruits or something mm-hmm. and then she like saw me in the corner of my eye and she's like no photo no photo yeah. That's, and, like, yeah yeah something
2: like that happened to me too in mongkok yeah. it was just mm-hmm. like I was just being, you know, my sad little self taking my camera out and she just sat sat me down, made me delete the photo and everything, which was terrifying.
3: Whoa, okay, (laughs) that granny
0: is terrifying. I think when it comes to street photography, you just have to be extra creative about it. Mm -hmm. So one time, me and my model were out on a shoot Mm -hmm. and then we passed by this restaurant and I was so surprised. I saw like someone having lunch with two dogs oh. and I thought Ooh, that is really cool I want to take of pictures of that but I can't just be like taking photos of them so yeah. I told my mom, well, hey, hey just like stand over there and I'll take a photo <laughs> <Plastic>. <laughs> I'm taking a photo of you. I'm taking a photo of them you just have yeah. to like post a bit <laughs> yeah. and then I'll just crop it and then yeah. I'll get the photo I want you know Mm-hmm. It <laughs> Very sneaky, immaculate like oh, tactic. I don't know
3: if that's the best way to do it,
1: but it works. It works. Yeah, it's a little bit morally ambiguous, but
0: uh,
1: <laughs> we've all done that. Yeah,
2: I mean, it must have been a cute picture. Were the dogs having lunch too? Cause
0: uh they were camp. They were Shebas. Oh. They were Shebas. Oh. <gasps> And then it was kind of awkward because when I was reviewing the photos, mm-hmm. one of the person made eye contact with the camera. was like, <laughs> Whoa. So you know, did a like, "Let's go, let's go." Let's go. Yes. <laughs> I know
1: what mean. I mean that's the reason why um, one of the more mainstream camera companies is called Canon. Like initially, I heard I was reading about this article. Um, that cameras were associated with the imagery of guns even the sound they make when you click the shutter and uh, the the uh, its mechanism how it's designed how like there's a body of film where you have to reload and the and the lens pointing out i do understand why people yeah. react in an aggressive way to being mm-hmm. photographed when they don't want to because it's a very vulnerable experience i mean you're yeah put it in that position without consent it can be pretty nervous going back to more of the foundational ideas okay. about photography I want to ask you about what attracted you uh, about f- photography as a medium because right in this day and age there's so many forms of creative expression whether it be uh, words videos or a podcast like this but what about what about photography
0: okay I'll, I'll give you an easy answer right now mm-hmm. I suck at drawing <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I suck at drawing. You should it's like that. It. So photography is the only medium I can use to produce visually
3: oh, pleasing
0: images mm. without being too dexterous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely easier to compose a good shot than to spend hours on a, on a drawing of somebody. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Would you say like photography has a lower bar of entry? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Yeah. Because, you
0: know, uh, you know, this day and age, we're all kind of used to taking photos. And I'm pretty sure everyone on their phone right now has like that one good photo that they keep posting <laughs> online, you know.
3: And, one profile not,
0: picture. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> Everyone has that one amazing painting that mm. they hang in the room. Yeah.
2: Mm. Fair point. Fair exactly. point. We, we should, I think we should come to an end soon with that Mm -hmm. as a note or another. Um, Before we go though, would you want to tag your profiles? We'd love to like, you know, give a little promo.
0: (laughs) Okay, I guess I'll just like babble on for like nine minutes. No, you can't babble. We only have nine minutes. (laughs) I'll just do it real quick. Well, recently uh, I want to get back to the point about like aesthetics versus meaning, right? I mean, I'm definitely still in that stage where I'm just time to produce the most visually pleasing images but recently uh I collabed with someone and I thought like hey why why don't we make something that actually means something Mm -hmm. so last month was pride month and this was kind of a impromptu photo shoot and Shakira was one of the models and we just gathered like seven to eight people within a day and then Mm -hmm. We just shot them, and they were all yeah. LGBTQ people, mm-hmm. and I think that was really fun. Like during the entire shoot, I forgot that it was an LGBT shoot because mm-hmm. you know, I didn't see them as lesbian, gay, bisexual, mm-hmm. ace, mm-hmm. or whatever. I just saw them as other people, which I felt like was a was a pretty like good step forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, if I can somehow translate. What I felt on that day to images on my platform, then that'll be a pretty good win too. What
3: about you, Shaq? Um. Yeah, I guess, like what I was mentioning before mm-hmm. about like recently being rejected mm-hmm. by a publication. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, advice I'd give to like other young creators yeah. would probably be like don't take it personally Mm. and don't let it bring you down or demotivate you i think like it should like i feel like haters are kind of motivators like people who put you down just make you want to do better and like produce more work and i feel like in this day and age it's very easy to get butthurt yeah yeah i just say like don't let it stop you and keep doing what you love Mm. you know
0: i'm gonna use that as my next captions haters are motivators
2: (laughs) okay so if anyone's listening to this podcast go watch Mm. the youtube or go follow their instagram (laughs) could you guys quickly say your handles so everyone can like go to their phones and you know check you out
3: yeah, what are your from o- v- handles? RDM at yeah. dot K-B.
2: <laughs> Anyways, this is the episode for today. I hope you guys had fun. Mm-hmm. I did. Thank you for yeah. having me <laughs> <Bye>. here. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Thank watch. you guys so much. Pause it. Go ahead. Say your line. Yes, go on.
0: Like now? Yes. <laughs> say my line. Okay, and we'll catch you on the next episode of. We sometimes.
2: Wow, ASMR, honey. Okay. ASMR. Goodbye now. We think sometimes. Okay, fine. <laughs>